The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to Officially Unofficial, presented by Blue Wire Podcast. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American Johnny Junta. And we're here with a special guest, man. He's a man that is absolutely carving in AAA for the Philadelphia Phillies. It's my pleasure to welcome Mike Adams, the Official Official Podcast. How are we doing, brother? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. It's a pl- I mean, like I said, I, you're, you're carving. I mean, every time I look on Twitter, I see, and I, if you just search the name Mike Adams, it's Phillies fans pretty much begging for you to be in the show. But before we get into that, let's go into where you started at, man. You're from Staten Island, and I got we got to settle the beef here. Were you a Yankee fan growing up? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually from South Jersey, so I was a Phillies fan growing up. Okay, uh, so we're fine. Yeah, so yeah, we're 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 good there. I don't know why it says in your bio you're from you're born so you're not born in Staten Island. Yeah, I'm I'm from South Jersey, like right outside of Atlantic City, um, but I went to Wagner College, which is in Staten Island. And going into Wagner College, I mean, that football team, what are we doing there? I mean, that, I don't know if you saw the score on the weekend. I, mean, I think they lost by 1,000. Hey, well, when we were there, I, I wasn't even sure that we even had a football team. <laughs> you know, it's I, impressive. I, 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 you know, we would go to the games and would would try to, you know, root for them as much as possible. But, you know, the the, the field's pretty small and all that kind of stuff. So. so so, would you say, like, Wagner's a baseball school then? Like, do you guys – you like, is your guys getting drafted out of there? In the in the last couple of years, yeah, we, we've had a lot of talent that's been coming out of there. I mean, our record as far as, you know, performance on the field and results isn't always great. We, we've definitely had a, some, some really talented guys coming through there and some guys that are, you know, working their way up, you know, through the minors right now, which is, which is pretty cool. So growing up, though, were you – did you kind of see yourself – obviously, you always dreamed about being a big leaguer, but did you think in your wildest dreams you'd be a guy in AAA right now, like the level closest to the show with a sub-2-5 ERA, like a sub-2-3 ERA? Like, is this exceeding the expectations you had for yourself? I mean, I, I would – if you told me this a year ago that I'd be in AAA at all, um, I would have told you that, you know, you're out of your mind. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as, dude, as, far as that, I mean – I always saw myself as wanting to play professional baseball and, and out of college, I didn't really, you know, get that opportunity at all other than a little bit of indie ball. So, I mean, I'll being in AAA right now is definitely, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it's going so far. 
And you're playing with, and I always talk about this guy on the show, a legend of the game, a guy that's a friend of the podcast. That's a guy that I, I, I said, I risked my life for Taylor Guerrero, TG. What's my boy TG like, man? I mean, I, this guy, we always talk about him on the show when we had Donnie Walton on, but I need to get your perspective on a guy that's playing with him in the Phillies org. Oh, geez, the man. We actually, I mean, last Monday we, you know, we played 36 holes on the off day. Um, so G, G's awesome. Though. He's, he's a good dude. Um, you know, we went to the casino a couple of times, <laughs> lost some money, but now G, G's the man. And he's such a legend. Oh, he is. He's been on here before. Yeah, no, that's my guy, man. That that's my guy. Like, I mean, I, he actually wears the shirt that I'm wearing a lot. I don't know if he wears it there, but he there he every like when he posts pitching videos on Instagram, he's wearing the shirt. He's repping the brand, so he's a big efficient official guy. But he's a stick on the golf course. I mean, there's just no beating around. The guy's a freak. No, he's good. He's really good. He's I mean, makes no mistakes out there, which is you know tough to follow because I'm a big you know I like to hit it far and maybe left or right, and he's down the middle every time. So I, I want to give like give me a description about what it's like golfing with TG. Like, is he a guy that plays loose? Because I, I I'm going to be playing with him in the off season. So is he a guy that plays loose, or is he just like dialed in, like reading shots, all this kind of shit? Like you're, you're playing with Phil Mickelson or something? No, yeah, he's 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 like he's a good guy to play with. He's not too serious. Like you're you're going to joke around and have some fun out there. You know, he, he's not gonna. He, it's it's not like a a round where. It's not going to be fun. You're not going to enjoy yourself. Play, playing golf with G is fun. It's a good time. You'll, just, you'll, me- you'll just mention my name to TG. I mean, it, I he, he, he's my guy. But And then that golf course you guys played at last week, I mean, it, is that just the greatest course of all time? What's it called? It, it's called? Lee Valley uh, Golf Club? Yeah, Lehigh Country Club. Lehigh Country Club. Actually, an old, an old teammate I played with in Indie Ball was the ground screw guy there. Um, so we went over there last week. Um, and playing, yeah, it was all. It's had some of the coolest holes I've ever played. So, how many strokes has TG given you? Like, if you guys were playing match play here, I only played with him one time. I think he shot, he shot like an eighty-two, and I shot like an eighty-six. Um, Damn. So yeah, he was. I mean, he 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 played really well, and and that was and that was like a struggle for him, I think. So he he's definitely given me a few. No, he told me. I mean, he told me he's like hasn't been playing that much, so he's been rusty. So he's shooting yeah. like low eighties, high seventies, which is just something I'd like risk a limb for. So it's just <laughs> yeah. it, it's impressive. I mean, the guy's just a legend. But you guys have a lot of good guys on that team. I think you guys have Mickey Moniak. Is he or is he Moniac. in the show now? Moniak, yeah, yeah. He he golfed with us that day as well. Yeah, Moniak's a man. I played call to them actually one time. I was playing with I was playing with Bryson Stoddard and he joined us. He's a legend, dude. He's funny as hell, man. I mean, you got, I mean, and for how much that guy gets roasted on on Twitter by Phillies fans for no reason, he's just such a good dude. It's actually crazy. Yeah, he 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 doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve the roasting at all. Um, but yeah, no, money money actually, man, and he's he's having a really good year this year too. It's actually, I mean, if you look at the journey that you've had, it's fucking insane. I mean, you were in, you didn't get drafted out of college, correct? And then you go to Indie Ball. You're in Indie Ball last year, I believe, or the year before. And then now you're just in AAA. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally one of the craziest stories of all time. So when you were playing in Indie Ball, were you just like, man, this is like, did, did you ever have a thought where it's like, man, this is it for me? Or, or were you just kind of like, what, what was your thought process when you were there? Yeah. I mean, after, you know, my first year in Indie Bowl, which I only played half the year because I went the year after college, so that was, you know, 2016. Um, after that first year, I was like, you know what, I may, maybe I, I – I really like training guys and kind of being on the coaching side a lot. And I was like, maybe that's, you know, what I'm going to do. I, I need to kind of find a niche there and, and find a path that way and, and be able to help out more guys and their careers instead of my own. Um, just because I was like, all right, I don't have good numbers, you know. 
I'm small. I'm not throwing that hard. Um, maybe, you know, maybe it's time to kind of find another path. Um, and that's basically what happened. And I, I, I was basically doing that and, and training guys at the facility that I have. And then um, I just kind of woke up one day and was, and was throwing a lot harder. What the comeback wasn't planned at all. Like it was the farthest thing from being planned. It was like a couple of my, a couple of my buddies and a couple of guys I work with, you know, kind of convinced me to go to this workout. Um, and I threw really well. And then I ended up here. So it was, it was pretty, you know, pretty unplanned. Like I didn't really train for it that much um, kind of thing, which was, which was wild. So you're like a younger version of Bull Durham. I mean, you just, <laughs> so you went to a workout and how, like, how hard did you throw at the workout? I was throwing like 98. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without even training, you're just throwing like 98 fucks. I mean, I, I was like always trying to figure out how guys throw a hundred and, and I always wanted to throw a hundred. Like, but it, it wasn't like people would always ask, like, why don't you go back and play? I'm like, no one wants me. Like I have men's league stats. Like I don't have any good pro ball or college numbers ever. Like I'm 26. It's COVID year, the most impossible year to ever get signed. I'm like, there's literally no chance that I get signed. Um, and then I ended up getting signed, which is crazy. But yeah, I, I was just basically trying to copy guys that throw a hundred exactly what they do. Um, ended up copying it pretty well, I guess, and trying to teach it to some of the guys that we had. Um, and then I, I was really throwing like that immensely. I didn't know how hard I was throwing um, until one of my buddies came down to the game and gunned it. He was like, yeah, you're throwing 97 in like the third <laughs> inning. Like, wow, really? And then from there on, that's like kind of how I got convinced to go to the workout and got signed. Dude, that's insane. So, I mean – so when you were playing in this men's league, I'm assuming you were just facing bums. Like these guys were looking at 97, like what the fuck is this guy throwing? Like what, what was your stats there? Do you have like a sub one ERA or what's the deal? Yeah. My, my stats in men's league were like, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I lost a game in, in a couple of the years there. Like I went out almost 10 every game. Um, but I mean, the men's league that I played in, we had a lot of guys that, you know, played college baseball or just got done pro ball. So it was actually a pretty competitive men's league. Um, like, I mean, I would guys would hit the ball. Like, I mean, and I would go out there and throw like 120 pitches a game. So, you know, in like the third, fourth, fifth inning, I'm throwing like 85 now because I don't really, you know, I was really trained for it. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, my, my men's league stats were pretty good. I mean, we won the championship a couple of years, you know, I would just, pitch on a Friday and then if if we needed to I'd pitch again on like a Sunday so it would be like it was kind of one of those things like I was pretty careless in my arm um but I mean that's that's kind of where I started to have fun again so I'm I'm so thankful for the the views there so were guys in the men's league like saying to you man what the fuck are you doing here like why aren't you I mean why aren't you why aren't you in like an organization or something like that uh yeah definitely at first I mean they were like, like, I, even when I came out at Indy Ball, like, oh, this guy's coming out of Indy Ball and he's coming to men's league. Like, we really got to face this guy and then all of that kind of stuff. Like, there's a couple of times during COVID when I, you know, I was coaching like a travel baseball team and, and we went to a different state and then I would come back and not do my suggested quarantine and teams would, you know, cry about it and, yeah. and, and complain. And it, it was a mess and, and, and teams would do a lot of, a lot of stupid stuff just to try to, you know, avoid facing me. But, um, it was, it was, it was a fun league. So that's electric. I mean, so when did you find out that like the Phillies are going to sign you or how did that even like, obviously after the workout, but when did you actually were like, damn, I actually might be signing with the organization here. Like at what point? I right honestly, right after I threw, uh, my phone was, you know, I was getting some traction. Um, and then, you know, my agent was like, dude, you know, I'm pretty sure you're definitely going to get signed. Uh, but I, I actually got like I threw at probably two o'clock and I was 
you know, I signed at probably 10 o'clock. Um, <laughs> it didn't really happen that day, but um, we actually had a guy from our facility got signed by the Phillies out of high school that, um, that summer. And I was like, you know, like at his, you know, signing party and then the scout that signed him. And then it ha happened to be that same scout that signed him ended up signing me. So I like knew him just as recommending guys for them to look at. Um, and he ended up signing me that, that same night. So that, that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, right after I threw, I drove up with a couple guys that also work at the facility and um, basically everyone was getting calls about, you know, signing and, I, I had a decent amount of offers, um, but once, you know, the Phillies were the first one to offer, and I jumped on that right away. Well, I mean, being a guy that was a Phillies fan growing up is a little bit, like, biased, so obviously you signed the Phillies, but were the Jays knocking on the door? Like, oh, are the – they were. The right. were one of the teams, yeah. Okay, so so you could have been actually pitching in Toronto. I could have, We could have been really close to each other if, <laughs> if, if, if you decided to sign with the Blue Jays, but, no, I mean, that's insane. So the Phillies were the first team to knock on the door, so you obviously went there, but – and the Phillies, and credit to you also, you just skipped double A. Like, you just skipped, like, six levels in your minor league career. You, did, you didn't play rookie ball. You didn't play low A. You, you, I believe you played high A, is that correct? And then you skipped high double A. a, and then you're just in triple A. So you've yeah. literally played only at two levels. So you and Bryce Harper have something in common, I guess, when you guys, uh, when you make it to the show. But <laughs> has Philly fans been, like, reaching out? Like, do you ever search the Twitter stuff and see what Phillies fans are saying? Like, why isn't this guy in the show? Like, do you ever search that stuff? I don't, I don't search it, but, um, you know, I'll, I, I go on Twitter all the time and obviously just being a Phillies fan, I follow like all the Phillies beat writers and all that stuff. And I, and, and I see like the stuff they tag me in and stuff all the time. So it's, 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 it's kind of funny to, to hear it. Um, and, and, and to read some of the stuff. Cause I know like as much as, you know, as much as they want people up there, like you go up there and your first, the first game you throw bad, like they hate you that fast too. So it's, it's kind of crazy to see it, to kind of be involved in it. Yeah, and dude, Phillies fan, and you obviously know it firsthand. I mean, yeah. Phillies fans are are, rough. are are insane. Like, I mean, they they booed at one point, or obviously not at one point, but they they literally booed Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. They they threw snowballs at Santa Claus too. That. So yeah, yeah, no, they really don't give a shit. So you're a bear. You're 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 an Eagles fan too. Is that correct? I mean, that's just a nightmare. I'm right? I'm diehard all all Philly all Philly sports. So I, okay, so I mean, you're one of those guys the fans are gonna be rooting for. I mean, you, you're literally through and through a Phillies guy, like plain and simple. So how hard is it being an Eagles fan? <laughs> I, I mean, I am, if I'm a diehard, any fan, it's, it's definitely the Eagles. Um, I mean, right now with the whole Wentz situation, it is pretty tough, but I, I got some confidence in Jalen Hurts for, for sure. I and mean, especially the rumblings coming out of camp this year. So I'm, I'm actually, I drafted him in every fantasy league I have. <laughs> um, so I'm on the Hurts train hard. I was also on the Wentz train though, too. And that, and that backfired a little bit, but. Yeah, I, I'm definitely an absolute diehard Eagles fan. True. I can respect that. I can definitely respect that. So at what point this year when you were throwing, did you like think like what at what point did your stuff feel the best this year? Like was it when you're in triple A? Because in low and high A, you obviously you 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 had a good stretch there, but you struggled for some some part of it. But now it's just you're literally putting up video game numbers. I mean, two six seven ERA in triple A is bananas. So what at what point did that kind of feel like you were buzzing in triple A? I, I guess, you know, maybe, maybe the third or fourth outing, you know, I got the first one out of the way. Um, and then I threw a couple of good ones in a row. And then I had a, I had a stretch there where I was, where I was throwing the ball pretty well. Um, and that, that's probably where, where I felt the best at um, is right in the middle there. Um, just kind of trying to ride that out and, and continue. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy because um, 
in Jersey Shore and high A, you know, we were throwing maybe once a week just because we had so many guys there. So I got here and, you know, had a couple of good ones in a row. And next, next thing you know, you know, we don't have as many bullpen arms up here. So, you know, you would get two, two or three outings a week, which is, which is awesome, especially when you're throwing the ball well, just to be able to, to continue off that. No, it's, I mean, and the fact that, the fact that, all, like, it's not a joke. I mean, fans roast the Phillies bullpen all the time. So it just gives them a little gl- glimmer of hope seeing you just throw, have a two, six, seven and triple a, and that team you're playing for. I mean, I got to tip my cap. I mean, their social media is electric. They literally they pump your tires till no end. So it's just incredible <laughs> shit. But what I heard that stadium's also electric too. Is that true? Like it's just an unreal facility. Yeah. Lee, Lehigh Valley is a really good triple a setup. I mean, we'll get probably, you know, we'll get eight to 10,000 on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Um, like we had a down, we had a down Saturday and it was like 8,900, um, which is awesome. But the stadium's a, a really good setup. Like the, just the, the gameplay and, and how everything's around here is, is awesome. Um, they treat us really well. Like, you know, we have so many jerseys and just constant, um, there's constantly stuff going on. So it's, it's, you know, one of the coolest places I've played. So what's going on with the number? Like, is that your number now? 43? Like, what's the deal there? I mean, I, we need a little bit more of a show number, like a closer number, or even like a, a like a 32 maybe. Like, what's going on with the number? Is that your number? No, not at all. I honestly <laughs> am not a fan of 43, but I, I got here and they gave it to me. And, you know, it was every, every guy after me got, got numbers worse than that too. So I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll just stick with it. And um, it's just a hassle for them to kind of change it. So I'm just going to ride it out for this year and then, uh, hopefully I, I was 26 in spring training and I was like a huge Chase Utley fan. So that, that would be the number that I would, that I would go with. Um, but yeah, 43, not a fan, but we'll ride it out. So what's the deal here? I mean, what number is TG? Does he have a bad one too? He's or 21. He have, yeah. He's he 21. A number, yeah. That's a good number. That's yeah, a really good number. number. Yeah. But I don't know if you could be 26 though. I mean, y- you would be actually putting your balls on the table saying I'm the next Chase Utley kind of legend here in Philly if I'm number 26. Like, I don't know if you could do that, right? I don't know. I'm sure that'll get retired at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, no, there's, I mean, that's a, that's a unreal look. You got to respect it. It's like Manoa being number six yeah. for the Blue Jays, like over, like Mar- taking over Marcus Stroman. But yeah. I mean, the number 43, honestly, it doesn't look that bad though on the mound. <laughs> Like yeah. in some of the jerseys, it looks kind of electric. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wearing on me a little bit, but I I don't want to say that I'm going to stick with it for a while. Yeah, no, you got to switch it up. But I'm you're doing sure so they well. Just, they just give you a number when you when when you get to every level. So I don't know how how much of a choice I'm going to have anyway. And you missed an on like you missed the unreal field though. I mean, playing at uh, Reading, I, that field looks electric. What is it called? Baseball City or something it's like that? Baseball Town. Yeah, you, I I've heard a ton of stories about that. You know, obviously it's. You know, they pack the stadium out. There's some, like, diehard Phillies fans that, that live around there. So, um, and, and I know that they get they get a lot of fans, and the fans are kind of on top of you, and it's like a bandbox stadium, so the balls are flying out everywhere. So I'm not, I'm not too upset that I, I missed that one, but it would have been pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for Bryson, man. I mean, Bryson, when he's there, he he's literally a celebrity. Like, I, I actually – I think he told us he has to leave with security around him because people are literally swarming this dude like he's the Beatles or some shit. Oh, I'm sure there's like after games fans, like, you know, kind of wait outside the door of the locker room and like, they want you to sign stuff, even like, even at away stadiums. Um, and, and nobody knows who I am. So, I mean, I can't imagine being like, you know, someone, of some, someone that's a prospect that's walking out of stadiums and especially one like that. 
And is the beard staying? Like, because I've seen pictures of you without the beard, but you're carving with the beard. So is, is that a thing now? Like, are you a big beard guy? The beard, the beard's definitely staying. I mean, if I don't have this, I, I look like a 12 year old kid. So we're that that's definitely going to be a staple. And honestly, and one of the things that I have to respect about you, you're just putting on for short kings like me. Like you're putting on for the short guys that are just maybe get chirped a little bit for not being the tallest of all time. So I just got to tip my cap to you. I mean, do some guys that are taller that obviously throw slower than you look at you like, man, fuck this guy. Like this guy is like whatever. He's short. He's shorter than me. And he's throwing 98 fuzz paint in the black. Like do, do some pitchers look at you and say, man, what the fuck's your problem? I'm sure they look, I mean, cause that's, that's one of the things people are like, ah, you know, taller guys can throw harder, shorter guys can't, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure some of the guys are like, yeah, this, this doesn't, this doesn't add up. Um, but I, I kind of, I kind of love being that little guy. Like people kind of expect absolutely nothing out of you. Um, you know, they don't look at you like, ah, this guy, this guy must be good. Like they're kind of expecting the opposite. So I kind of like, you know, playing that role. And you've, I believe you kind of like coach and help out some guys. Is, is that one guy you coach? I think he got drafted in the first round this year. Chase Petty. Is Chase that a guy Petty. you've coached? Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. He's been, um, he's been training with us since he was in like eighth grade. Yeah. He was a holy shit. This year, yeah. So and it just makes you think, man, if I would have been training with you, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have went to school in Nebraska. Like maybe I'd be at like a mid-major D1 right now. So it's just, you hate to see it. So was Chase Petty one of those guys that's like tall as fuck who just throws absolute fuzz or what's the deal with that guy? No, he's actually, so he's probably six foot, six one, you know, sinker ball, hundred mile an hour righty. Like, you know, you <laughs> look at him kind of the same way. It's like, not like, oh, this guy throws gas. Like, I mean, obviously he's a freak, but you know, Build wise, he's you know pretty standard, six foot six one, you know probably you know one ninety five. Um, but yeah, he's he's you talk about electric, he's electric. Yeah, he looks like an electric dude. Maybe a future yeah. guest of the show, but I mean he's yeah, a first um, rounder. You, he's you, you definitely. I mean, if you saw when he got drafted and he was kind of you know flirting, flirting with the the lady that was interviewing him, he he he's he'd be a guy. I love him. I literally and I'm looking at him. He's a man rocket, like good looking dude. So he's going to be pulling, and he and he has the verified sticker beside him too. And he's a first rounder. I mean, pretty. He, did, for he just bought a Porsche the other day too. He's. He, oh my he, god, he, you're kidding me. He has a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> That's show. You got to tip your cap because when a guy like that, some guys just have it all. And I say this all the time on the show. I don't have it all, but some guys have it all where it's like they're good looking. They're first rounders. He probably signed for like three, four mil. You got to tip your cap to those guys, and he's verified. I mean, he, I just couldn't imagine his DMs are probably absolutely flooded. Like, you got to tip your cap to that, right? He's a dude, yeah. Yeah, you would love him. <laughs> dude, what a legend. I mean, good for him. But and then our guys looking at you that you coach now are just kids, and they're like, holy shit, like, that's our coach right there. Has a two six seven and AAA. Like, are, are kids reaching out to you saying – Man, I couldn't. I can't believe this shit's happening, or even their parents and all that kind of stuff. Like, do you have like, do you have like a fan club that we need to know about? <laughs> I, I, I guess so a little bit. I mean, the t- the team that I coached um, is all like high school seniors that are committed to D one schools, and like I've been coaching them for three years. Um, and those guys are always like, they they'll they'll come to the games and and you know buy the jersey and like scream and yell at me and and, and tell me I suck from the stands. So that stuff that stuff's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean the the facility we have we have you know, all just dudes from, from our area, like small town, South Jersey. Um, so they're all like, I mean, they're, they're constantly hyped up and they're also all Phillies fans, which makes it even, even cooler. The best way to learn a language immersion living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science backed language learning app that actually works. 
Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And what's the deal here? I mean, so I just read on Twitter, I believe your name is the, your nickname is the oil man. Is that true? <laughs> what's the deal with that? I need to know because that's actually an electric nickname. We need to make sure it's the oil man, which is the picture of you. And that's electric. In, in, in high school, we had like four mics on our team and, and our coach, you know, his name was Bob Soyker. He, he was always, you know, trying to find nicknames for people. And, and my dad <laughs> and my dad, my, my fa- the family business is, is Ken Adams oil. So it's like an oil company and they just called me Mikey oil from there. And then from there, every, almost at college, everyone calls me oil. Uh, the Phillies is like the only place where they don't know about it. They don't call me oil, but everyone calls me oil pretty much. And I have a resolution to that though. So if you want the Phillies to start calling you the oil man, you just got to start referring to yourself in the third person as the oil man. Like uh, the oil man's coming in tonight and he's throwing gas. Like that's, you got to start referring to yourself. And I'm going to clip this. The Phillies teammates of Adams, Mike Adams, start referring to him as the oil man. Cause that might be the best nickname in baseball. Like that is I'm, absolutely I'm sure like, it'll, stick, it'll stick soon. I mean, I know on Instagram, like people just comment oil and the, the facility we have, the, the team, um, we're called the oilers. So it, it's just the, everyone constantly has something to do with oil. So I'm, I'm sure it'll, it'll, it'll come around at some point. And I just got to give you thoughts and prayers for your debut because you're going to be playing for free. Like with all the fans that you have, or just like being from Philly and just are being like being growing up Phillies fans and cl- close to there. And Luplo says this all the time when he plays in California, he like against the Angels. He said he's playing for free because of all the tickets he's buying. Mm-hmm. You, I just got to tip my cap to you because you're you might actually be in debt. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, game. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, that'll be that, that'll be probably one of the craziest things ever. Just because I know you know some of my friends are absolute idiots and like they go to the games now already. So I'm sure that'll be that'll be pretty cool. I'll be there. I mean, I got experience. I've never been to actually Citizens Bank, so I got to be there. Well, I'll figure it out. I'll be the first. Yeah, punk. You, you got to experience like some true Philly fan. It's 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 one of a kind. And I said it a couple of weeks ago. I was at Kevin Smith's debut in Toronto, and I was with his family. I'm obsessed with debuts now. Like I'm yeah. gonna try to go to every single guest's debut. That's just my thing. And you saw yesterday actually with your agent Matthew Gata, yeah. who's a no, noted psychopath, who yeah. I say all the time on the podcast, my guy. Yeah, he loves the debut. He loves the debut, and the thing that you got to tip your cap for, he's the loudest. Like, I was watching the game because, obviously, I was, like, I'm kind of intrigued with, with uh, Junk, Jansen mm-hmm. Junk. So, I was, like, I'll watch this guy's debut throwing fuzz, and you just hear, out of boy in the background. And who, oh. who is it, of course? It's fucking Matthew Gaeta screaming. On, you can hear him on TV. De- debuts are pretty cool. I went to my buddy's uh, debut. He debuted for the Padres, and he debuted in Milwaukee. And, like, it was one of the coolest things ever, like, having, you know, 30 people from – like small town Brigantine, New Jersey, just watching him pitch in the bigs um, on an away game too. It, it was pretty cool. There was no one rooting for him in the whole stadium other than us. So that was, that was kind of cool. And, and by the way, I'm, I'm glad Kevin Smith got caught up because he he's been torching everyone for, 
months now. <laughs> That's my I don't, guy, dude. I don't dude. know why it took him that long to get up there, but that is I'm, – I'm, I'm happy for him. Well, you got to think, right? I mean, obviously, with the Jays, they're a wagon. They're the best infield in baseball, if you think about it. I mean, obviously, the third base – like, he, like that third base spot's open for him or Espinal or even Valera. But, I mean, it just they, – they didn't have a spot for him until some, a couple – tough yeah. injuries, stuff like that. But I think he's going to stay up there, man. He's a freak. So you actually faced Kevin? Like you faced him a couple uh, times? Yeah, I've, I've faced him. I mean, we played Buffalo maybe three out of the first five weeks that I was here. Uh, so I've faced him probably four or five. What's he lifetime against you? Be honest. What's he, what's he lifetime? He, he's over. Um, but there's a couple, like, there's a couple times where I just, you know, walked him because I'm like, I'm not letting this dude put one over the scoreboard. <laughs> He, he, he's barreled a ball for an out. I think he struck out, grounded out, and popped out maybe. He's like maybe over three or over four. But And people don't realize this because Jays fans roast are not roasting him, but Jays fans are like what, Ke, like coming at Kevin Smith on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. He's not 25 big league at-bats. Like, let the dude settle in. Jesus yeah. Christ. Dude, in AAA, he's the MVP there. No? Is that would – you, would you make that argument? I mean, he's – we were talking when he got called up. You know, we're playing the Mets right – or this week and, and – they were like, yeah, you guys see Kevin Smith got caught up. We're like, yeah, thank God. They're like, yeah, thank God Kevin Smith can't, you know, can't destroy us anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, like, he's, he's definitely, like, everyone knows who he is. He's, he's one of the toughest outs, you know, by far. And, I mean, well, yeah, 25 at-bats in the big, especially when it's, like, if he's not starting and he's coming off the bench, like, pinch hit A-Bs in, in the bigs, you know, in your first couple games or, you know. Well, dude, and the thing is that it's, like, it's, it's crazy because his first, like, I think four out of his first like eight ABs, he literally faced Jose Sinierdo or whatever the fuck his name is. The Tigers closer that throws 101 from the left side sinkers. Like yeah. you put you put any hitter there, they're gonna go over four. Like majority of the guys, it's impossible. 100. It's like I, it, just fans are the worst, and you're gonna see it in Philly, man. I mean, Bryce Harper, obviously you know it. When he went like I believe he was struggling a little bit, legit getting booed. Yeah, like, it's like it's they bad. don't give a shit. They don't. They don't at all. And it's like even you know even even guys that they want to do really well, like first, first time you make a mistake, you give up a run, like they'll boo you. Like dude, Alec Baum. I mean, they, this guy's like public enemy number one there and he's a freak. Like he's disgusting. Yeah. It, it, he, he, sh he shouldn't be. Yeah. It, it's they, they are, they are really hot and cold. And, it's and who's uh who's one guy on your team right now that you think's going to be like a legit superstar for the Phillies. Like I got obviously Alec Bohm's there. I believe he's a triple A with you right now. Is that correct? Yeah. Boom, booms there now. Um, but I mean, I, dude, I, I, I still think that, um, I still think that it's Moniac. I mean, if, if I'm the Phillies, I'm, I'm giving him, you know, next year, I'm giving him consistent ABs, you know, every, every month to, to start the season. You know, he, he's good enough where he's going to be able to put a good year together. I mean, it, it doesn't really, doesn't really make sense for them not to do that. So, I mean, I, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a really good big league player. If they, you know, every time they call him up, he just kind of like is the extra guy. So he doesn't get a start here and there because they're, I mean, obviously their outfield's good right now, but I think, I think he's definitely the guy. So have you ever got like, have, have there been every, any instance where you thought you were going to get the call up to the show this year? Because Kevin, like he used to call me every once in a while when he'd be like, man, I think it's going to happen today. Like they keep, being weird to me, talking to me. They don't like, they keep telling me to just stay ready, all that kind of stuff. Have you got close to that call happening yet? Um, I, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, there, there was instances where, you know, they've had a lot of injuries and a lot of guys have gone down. And like, I was the guy that day who hadn't pitched in two days kind of deal and was like, you know, maybe. And obviously I, I feel like people convince me I'm going to be the guy more than I really think I'm, I'm going to be the guy sometimes, but 
I mean, may, maybe there is there is some, some some talk that I was involved in at some point, but it, it's kind of. I mean, obviously, uh, I think they're they're really going with guys who have experience, which I have the least amount of experience of all time. Um, yeah. So that that that's always like you know the the hump to get over, but hopefully you know hopefully at some point you know I'm I'm, I'm that guy. And another guy that's that's like that lives where that's from around where you are is another friend of the show, a legend of the podcast, Shea Spitzbar. I mean, this guy. What's the deal, by the way? I, I should have asked him about this. What's the deal with the turtlenecks? Like, why does he wear that on the bar? I don't know, like Shea, Shea and I were actually roommates in in the Cape Cod League like a couple years back in college. Um, and just Shea, Shea's a unique dude. He's a man. He, <laughs> he comes down to our facility sometimes and throws live. Um, and 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 we've gone out together a couple of times but Shay, Shay's him out I'm, I'm so excited that he got caught up this year because he he's he's such a good dude he, he was on the show too yeah he was on the show did too. You, I mean, like, did you understand what he was saying no I, his voice and I told him I said like man when I think a new like if I close my eyes right now I, I'd feel like I was on the set of like Goodfellas like just with the way he's talking and shit his accent is so thick like it's the thickest New York accent like her New Jersey accent ever yeah He's super stand out. It's crazy. Yeah, he, he's he's the man. He, he's such a good dude. Yeah. I love that guy, man. He's such a yeah. – I'm, hap- I'm happy he got – I'm happy he's on a different team now because that Dodgers yeah, system carving, is insane. He's carving – yeah, the Dodgers are stacked up. Yeah, he's he's carving this year. I mean, he, he's earned it, so. Yeah, no, good for him, man. I just – I don't understand the whole turtleneck thing. You got to tip your cap to that. Maybe that's just – maybe he's superstitious. Hey, he, it's, probably, it's probably something that, you know, he did one day, threw well, and just, and just stuck with it. It's incredible, man. I mean, and let's – I mean – and so this year, obviously, you kind of embraced the role as like the closer, like that big or big situation guy coming out of the pen. I mean, what's your pregame routine going? You you packing a dip, like you do ripping smelling salts. Like, what's the deal here? Because every closer has their different routine. Like Jordan Romano on the Jays does this weird strut to the mound when he's walking. What's yours? Dude, I I, I really don't have any anything too crazy. I mean, I was a guy that I, I think I'm if, if I'm ever too, if I'm, I'm never too, not excited. I'm, if I have a problem out there, it's like, I'm, I'm too hyped up. Um, so I, I really don't have an, anything too crazy. Um, you know, I'm a big, like I, I throw three warm up pitches and I'm ready to go. Like, I don't like to really throw in the bullpen that much. Like I just throw, you know, just because I'm waiting to go in, but like, I, I really like to not throw like maybe <laughs> two, or two or three fastballs. I don't care if it, you know, bounces it halfway or hits halfway up the backstop like that. That's kind of what I like to do. Keep it, keep it simple. Let some rip and then just go out there. Um, but that, that's kind of what I've been doing. And, and it's kind of been, been what's the walkout song. What do you play? Do you guys have them? They, they actually pick my walkout song. It's a that's... song you would know. I can't remember what it is right now. Okay, that's. I'm, I'm we'll trying to. It think. It, it's a. It's it's like a. It's a pretty generic. It's a good one though. Um, Does it get the people going? Like, are the is the crowd getting pumped? Yeah, it's up? it's definitely it's definitely like a walk up that every everyone would know what's you would know what song it is too. Once I. I say you put your balls on the table. I say for me. I say you put your balls on the table, and when you make the show, you just do Enter Sandman. Like just <laughs> just absolutely throw a shot at Mariana Rivera. That would be. I mean, no. Have you a hundred yet? Some balls right there. Have you hit a hundred yet? Are you close to it? Um, I've hit. It says I've hit a hundred. I think I've hit ninety nine, but mostly like ninety eight. We'll say a hundred though, because obviously the minor league, the minor league uh, stadium radars are just stadium guns are horrible. <laughs> they're, they're literally one that's work. Like some of the times, guys, it says guys they're like eighty three, and <laughs> that's such a job. I don't know why we can't figure that out. That's like the that's like the worst thing of all time. Too. Could you like and and you got to fake right? I mean. 
fans already have an excuse to chirp guys. Could you imagine throwing 83? The fans would just have an absolute field day on you. Every fan is like, oh, this guy throws 83. I can do that. It literally happens all the time. And and they're really throwing 95. And then they get the hit. They're like, oh, this guy throws 83. That's why. Like like some of my buddies, when when uh, the first time I, I pitched up here, like, dude, 91? Like, that's not even fast. And I'm like, I tell you. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's crazy because no stadiums can get it right. It's insane. It's insane. It's that and the thing for the Phillies, and I know I see it with Bryson and Redding, the cameraman needs to be, be put in prison. I mean, I don't know what's going on. When Bryson, it's a home run. It, and obviously, I see a, I follow his friend, good like family friends of mine. So I see it, and it's like the cameraman's looking at the foul pole, the ball's in left center yeah. or right. So it's it's yeah. insane to me. So you, you kind of got a good being a pitcher because all you have to do is just kind of show them, show them out. They just keep it behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so some of the, I mean, yeah, in Lakewood, it was even in, in Lakewood, the gun was got maybe 15 miles an hour. Like if you, 15? Threw one, yeah, if you threw one at like 85 or like, dude, that's, that's gas. The 85 has like the fire emoji on the uh, scoreboard. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, this guy's throwing a hundred. Yeah. That's that just be a little bit better. And has, uh, has Gata came to a couple of your appearances this year? I think he has, right? Gate has been out once or twice, I think, uh, early on in the year. But he's, I mean, he's he's traveling all over the place right now. The guy, I mean, the guy doesn't have a. Does he have a house? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where he. I don't know where he lives. I don't know what he does. He's he's <laughs> anywhere at all times. He's, Dude, he's, like, he's putting the miles on it this year. Bro, I mean, he has to get air miles, right? I mean, this guy, I think he was in, he's in obviously LA this weekend, and then I think he was in Baltimore last week for that yeah, Watkins and, and kid, I think and then LA the the week before that, and. I know we had a guy in our agency that was a Rangers debut for the Rangers. You know, it was, it was crazy. He's, yeah, I mean, it's insane. But Whatever, that, Seattle at 1.2. Yeah, that agency you guys have, I mean, it's just a bunch of absolute grinders. I believe Spencer Watkins was like, yeah. like worked at like, a, I don't know if that's him. He worked at like an oil place. I don't know, that's uh, Peacock. But yeah. um, Spencer Watkins was going to be a high school coach. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's up, the, I think, yeah, it's, it's insane. Good. I mean, that whole organization, I don't think anyone in your organization, I guess Jansen Junk is like a really, really highly like by MLB pipeline, like a massive prospect, yeah. but they just somehow find a way to get there and stay in the show. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it's crazy. There's so many guys too that I talked to Gata about that is like, he's like, dude, we got this guy, you know, this guy in AAA who's just dicing like a zero ERA who's not getting called up. And it's like, there, there's like five guys who are like, in triple a just grinding that or like have stupid numbers like i know like hobie harris is with you guys like he's having a good year and yeah another guy with the cubs and he all and he's and i'm like dude where do you find these guys like i don't know man it's 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 crazy crazy. to me (laughs) it's crazy dude your agency is actually like there's gonna be a movie made after it. it's absolutely <laughs> he, he won't want to be so bad too. Yeah, you know, and he I guarantee you knowing Gator is gonna like cast like Ryan Reynolds to play. Oh, and it's we're gonna be watching it's gonna be just Ryan Reynolds. It's incredible. And you gotta tip your cap. I don't know if Gator does he you gotta tip your cap and respect the fact that he just wears suits no matter what the temperature. <laughs> like, he's literally one oh four and he's no, wearing no, a suit. No. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and 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 the crazy thing is it's literally a one man show. Like he's He's it's doing a, all the social media. He's like getting gear for guys. He's showing up at their debut. He's signing guys. He he does it all. I don't know how he does it, honestly. He I does it all. He's got no like social cell phones, which is which is part of the which is part of the reason. But it's there's great. no social media guy. No, it's him. It's straight him. Yeah. 
Wow. And he clips those videos and makes all that shit himself and like yeah. the Photoshop edits. That's in insane. Crazy. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how he has that much time in the day. Honestly. Well, I mean, it, it definitely helps his pockets. I mean, then it's just hundred percent profit for him. So you got to tip your cap. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Got to keep it that way. And going into, I mean, what's, is your team buzz? Like what's your team's record? Are you guys like in a playoff hunt or what's the deal there? There's not even playoffs this year, which kind of sucks, but I, we're, you know, we might be maybe 10 games under 500. I'm not even sure that dude, this is the, it's, it's such a long season, you know, especially this being the first year, like I didn't play a short season at all. Like it's, it, it's a grind, especially the last month and, and it being no playoffs, like they expanded the, season two extra weeks um so we're so we go to october 3rd now um but we we've been we've been playing really really good lately um so i mean you guys it definitely helps cool. having alec Baum up there yeah. i mean just yeah he's a guy's a freak so it definitely i mean he's a massive prospect but i mean what is uh so who's the manager down like who's your who's your triple a manager gary jones is the manager yeah he, oh, okay. he's and, and i'm pretty sure he's you know one of the most winningest triple a managers um, okay i mean okay i, I didn't I, I didn't know who it was i know i know bryson and double a has uh i don't remember his name yeah, it's like a, it's sean williams yeah 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 okay no, and your guys' jerseys are absolutely electric too. I mean, you guys have maybe the best jerseys in AAA. It's just, it seems like you guys are like the Oregon Ducks yeah, of AAA we, baseball. There, there's so many jerseys. We we had a denim night last night. We were literally wearing jean jacket jerseys, which is that's a power yeah. move. Yeah, and that's we, an absolute power move. Friday we were the Iron Wieners, which was like a, a huge hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we have we have you know some sort of promotion going on like twice a week. It, it's it's pretty cool. So what are the fans like? I mean. Are, have you been getting roasted? Like, I mean, have you been hearing fan chirps or not from like the Phillies fans or anything like that? Like, what would you say is like the funniest chirp you've heard so far this year at you or at your teammates or anything like that? Oh man. I mean, it's so since I've been here, you know, we haven't got the only place we've gone on the road is Rochester. Um, and, and there hasn't been anything too crazy there. I'm, I'm trying to think of like, I haven't really had anything good. I mean, there's a couple of times where I've gone in and like, you know, I've, I've, I've given up a first pitch hit and they're like, and they're just screaming and yelling at you, like, you know, telling me that I'm not supposed to let them hit it. Like, I don't really know that. Um, <laughs> just, just like basic stuff. And it's like, right. honestly, honestly, the worst part is like when fans like scream and yell at you down in the bullpen, like, can we have a ball? Like we came all this way, you know, for a ball. And, and they're just screaming and yelling at you. Like one, they're not our balls. And two, like when you're warm, literally warming up to go in the game, the kid's like, can I have that ball? And like, I'm, I'm actually throwing it, like warming up to about the pitch. That's like the, the crazy. Yeah, that's like, that's aggravating. And yeah. I've actually heard like I don't know if it's like that or you are, but I've heard that like kids are just ruthless now. Like they don't even say please, they're just like give me a ball. They they will literally scream at you. It's crazy. Like, Can I have a <laughs> ball? Like I need that. And there's like you're gonna get you're gonna take this ball and you're gonna go home and your dog's gonna chew on it and, and you're not gonna do anything with it. Yeah, you, it's I mean nothing. Yeah, it's just like foul ball guy. I hate foul ball guy. He's the biggest yeah. coward on the planet. We, we always that. say that we're, we're out in the bullpen that's in like left center. And, and they're like, we have a ball. We're like, yeah, we get a foul ball. And they're like, no foul balls come out here. I'm like, exactly. Yeah, the, we don't get we don't even get to get the balls away. And when you're in high A, I mean, we got to talk about this. What's like one area you visited where it's like, where the fuck am I right now? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm trying to think of the places that we went to. I mean, well, Hudson Valley. Um, which is the Yankees high A that is in the absolute middle, middle of nowhere. Like the locker rooms are so small. You're <laughs> like one, we're coming up here and, and they, they throw gas and can hit, like they destroyed us. You know, every, every Yankees team basically, you know, is, is a challenge. Um, and then you're in the middle of Hudson Valley, like 
playing a doubleheader on a turf field. It's like 110 degrees in the, in the middle of like New York. That was, that was probably the, the toughest place to play so far, I think. Yeah. No, well, I heard the Yankees are just like full of these Dominican kids that throw like 105 and just have like guys that run like 6'2", 60s. Yeah, guys guys that are hitting ball, like they take BP and they're going over the scoreboard. And like they had, they had a starter that we faced that was like 101. Oh, my God. We did a fifth inning and it's like – it's crazy. A couple got like they had a guy that we faced in high A that got traded to the Angels. That debuted. His name's like Elvis Paguero, something along those lines, and and he's already like in the big leagues. They just have him sitting in high A because their the organization just has so much talent. Yeah, no, that's insane. So a couple more things. So, have you played out that debut in your head? Like even because obviously growing up being from being from Philadelphia and stuff like that. And you could be honest here. When you see that jersey for the first time, is there going to be a little bit of tears? Maybe like be honest. I, I mean, there definitely could be. I mean, it's definitely something that I think is going to be super, super surreal. I remember the first time, like when I got to spring training and just saw a jersey, you know, a Philly jersey with your name on it. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I can't even like. I mean, I feel like for everyone else there, like it was their, you know, fourth, fifth spring training. I'm like, damn, I can't even believe I have a jersey, you know, with my name on it, which, which is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, the, the debut. I mean, obviously. My like just you know how people are like their coaches like dude when are you getting caught up when are you getting caught up I'm like I have no idea but it's just like the people that I can imagine will be there will be crazy just because you know everyone from the area is a Phillies fan like every single person like it's it's a super you know diehard Philly like area like South Jersey is you know 40 minutes from Philly so we're closer to Philly than it, than we are in New York or basically any other team um, so I, I'd imagine it'll be uh, I'm sure my friends would be you know chirping me. Before before I even go in the game, which would be fun. Yeah, you kind of have that. And that's what I like about your area. And like we, like I said, we've had a pretty good amount of guys from your area. Um, you guys kind of have that, like, it, it's so close to, like, just the way you guys act. It's so close to what we act like here in Toronto and, like, yeah. Miss Sauger in Canada. It's, like, very chirpy. Like, you, nothing's really offside, what you say to your buddies. <laughs> no. Just, like, it's you guys get after it. You guys can booze, all that you're kind not, of stuff. If you're not making fun of each other, you don't really like each it's other. It's just, yeah, it's like that hockey mentality, yeah, I right? friends that I can, like, you know, make fun of and that can make fun of me back. Yeah, fun. it's like that hockey mentality. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly. how I kind of compare it to. Because, I mean, you guys, obviously, like, hockey's very, very big where you guys are from. A lot of freak athletes, hockey players from there. So, it's just, that's, like, when I think – that's why I get along so well with like the New York, New Jersey guys. It's because you guys are just like literally the exact same as it's, how my, it's my that Northeast, are. like pissed off because it's cold. And like, yeah, you, you being friends with someone is like low key, just being mean to them all the time. Yeah. So, just hating each other. Kinda, like, just kind of Northeast like character. True. It's just, that's exactly what it is. But the last thing I want to call the last thing that I'm asking you of here is when you make that debut, obviously you're gonna have to have it send a lot of text messages, but I say this to all the prospects on that come on this show I'm going to need to know maybe top five. I need to be that top five guy that finds out. Maybe just send me the Drake gift saying, let's go. And I'll be there because Philly's only six hours from me. So like I said, I'll hop on the first thing there. Hopefully the border will be open. Uh, it's not open right now, but hopefully by that time, the border is open and I'll be there. I Maybe me and Gata, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to show up in a suit. You, you, Gata. you Gata would be a hell of a team. At, <laughs> at I think, I think you need to, you know, Hit him up about, you know, maybe joining the show and, <laughs> and helping him out with some stuff. Dude, and I'll say this, and Gata, clip this, because I'm never going to post this on Instagram, put on your story. <laughs> when 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 Mikey here makes his debut, I will be there. I'm going to wear a suit. Me and you are going to be wearing suits at the debut. 100%. No matter what the temperature is, I might be just uncomfortably hot. 
That's but all. I will wear a suit with you, Gata. I don't want you to be the only guy there wearing a suit. Me and you are going to be wearing suits at the debut. That'd so that's what we're going to do. That would be, that'd be awesome. Now you, you, we have to make sure that's a lot. We'll get obviously roasted. And as you can see, like I'm a high energy Like I don't know if you saw the video of me at the Jays game on Friday, the craziest game that maybe ever happened of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I was going to die. Like that was, I mean, that's just what I do. So I'll be the same thing. I'm the same thing at all the guys' debuts. But anyways, man, keep, right in. Keep, doing your, keep doing your thing, man. Obviously, 267. So that's just absolutely absurd. I mean, actually, that's – that's a hundred points higher than my batting average in Juco. So that's just credit to you. That's just unbelievably credit to you, but it was a pleasure to have you on, man. Like I said, I love having these Northeast guys, grimy fucking blue collared steel toe boots, hard hat guys on the pod, but it, it was, it was special, man. And I can't wait to see that debut. Cause you might blow up Twitter. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, anytime. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Thank you.